From India's largest newsroom, I'm Meenal Baghel and this is the Times of India podcast. It's a meme you're likely to have received on one group or the other on WhatsApp. The clip is from the Hindi film Mohabbate and claims to show employees dancing as they enjoy working from home. Suddenly, the ominous figure representing human resources turns up and the music stops, with the workers being told to return to office. But there's a surprise. The new drum player is the Omicron variant of the virus that allows people to continue working from home again. This meme aims to represent many offices across India and the world that was set to reopen from this year, only to put plans on hold until there's further clarity on the COVID-19 situation. The Times of India's Namrata Singh, who tracks developments in corporate India and writes the weekly Worklife Plus newsletter, says the meme has little basis in reality. Namrata says that most of India's industries have already accepted there's no going back to office in full strength anytime soon and they're already adapting. In this conversation she explains how organizations are trying to retain their top talent, how organizations are being forced to change their culture to keep employees and explains how office culture may change for good this year. Namrata have you seen that meme of people enjoying work from home which is based on the film Mohabbate? Uh, you know, and then the HR turns up, then they have to oppose, supposedly go back and then the Omicron variant has prevented them. How accurate do you think that meme is and how were offices treating that lull in COVID-19 cases? One thing that organizations have learned uh, post the pandemic is that, uh, you know, remote agile working is here to stay. Right. So uh, th- th- I don't think uh, HR is seen in such a poor light as they've shown it in that meme. But uh, these are the jokes that, uh, you know, one sees around about HR in any case all the while. So that's something which is to be just laughed at. But uh, I-, I think by and large, the com- companies that we speak to, uh, they have uh, said that and they've maintained even uh, prior to this uh, third wave, the, the so-called wave that they talk about, Uh, that uh, hybrid is going to be the way forward. They spoke about the agile way of working. That's the correct word. It's like, you know, uh, one thing is very clear that we're going to be living and working in between these waves. So as and when things dip and as and when things are fine, some of us can come to work and uh, come to office and work. Some of us who still feel comfortable working from home, we can still continue to working from home. So agile is the word that they are using. There are two lessons that we've learned, uh, two waves that we've already seen. And I think uh, we are quite prepared, organizations are quite prepared in that sense to uh, to make sure that business doesn't get disrupted, work doesn't get disrupted. We already have the learnings from remote working and work from home. So I, I don't think it's going to matter much. Hybrid or agile working earlier prior to the pandemic was seen as this sort of unproductive way of working. Has that sort of changed for good? And do we now have that sort of adoption across industries? Productivity without proximity uh, has been a new finding post-pandemic, right? 
it's it's quite a revelation that uh, productivity has not been hampered because of the hybrid way, way of working or the remote way of working. So there have been reports, in fact, uh, which uh, clearly stated, and in fact, anecdotal evidence also when we would speak to people, they've said that uh, productivity uh, has not been affected. In fact, now productivity and performance are clearly measured uh, and are now outcome driven. You know, you measure the outcome uh, of a person's uh, uh, work. So if that is being met, then you say the productivity is maintained. In fact, even pre-pandemic, a lot of companies were moving into this agile way. A lot of progressive companies had started saying, let's do it uh, four days a week kind of thing. Or, uh, you know, you can work from home a couple of days. That had already started in a lot of progressive uh, companies. It's not a surprise for them now. So people are quite used to in those companies, at least. And for the others who were just pushed into remote working, I think we learned how to swim and we learned how to become productive. In in terms of scenarios it's pretty much back to the start of 2021 where we had a similar scenario how do companies in that require employees to come into work in some way or the other like manufacturing or something like that where you have to kind of have someone come in how do they deal with something like this so manufacturing in any case uh, you know especially the essential services if you recall in the first wave itself uh, uh, when they started factories all these protocols were put in place they have spaced out places where workers will work and how they will, even in the lunchroom, in fact, I asked someone, how do you ensure that your workers, you know, they have to eat somewhere in the canteen. And they said, we have these compartments that we've built and we've, and everybody kind of follows that protocol. In any case, if you, uh, you know, our factories are built in such a way where we, we are used to following various protocols, not just this. This was an additional one. Okay, we need to take care of ourselves, be safe and, uh, safe and stay safe. So uh, those protocols were very well adopted. And I, th- I don't think factories shut down after that. So factories have continuously operated. It's only these office-based staff, you know, who kind of, uh, who are either working from office or from home. And whenever there's a big wave or something, obviously the first mail that comes from HR is that stay safe and take care of your family and take care of yourself. So uh, factory-wise, I don't think, I think those code protocols were in place from the beginning. I don't think they went back or they they kind of uh, were uh, kind of, you know, going easy on those in any case. Because then productivity in terms of manufacturing getting affected will affect the entire supply chain. So another thing that was touted in this in these two years, at least in the West, was this thing of this great resignation where organizations were expected to see people leave. Have we seen something similar in India? Yes, India, especially tech sectors, uh, have seen the great resignation. It has happened. In fact, uh, the burnout is also something which uh, has happened uh, at leadership levels. Tech, because of the nature of the job, there were a lot of uh, uh, job openings and opportunities. And that's the reason why uh, you know, uh, that has happened. How are organizations working to keep their best talent with them and not lose them at such times? So the best way is obviously if uh, somebody is leaving and you really value that talent, uh, you either give a counter offer to retain them and make sure the others in the team are also compensated. That's the best way to do it. Uh, I think most organizations would be following that. See, in any case, uh, there is always a good a, a little bit of attrition is always good uh, in any organization when it's very high. Of course, you need to control it. I was speaking to HR leaders and they were saying that, 
you know you need to understand an organization needs to gauge what what kind of talent are you losing is it your high potential talent or is it the talent that you you know you the high potential talent is one which you would not want to lose so then you will take your take a call accordingly you know how much have you really invested in that talent in their learning and development and that's the that's the call that they'll take before you retain someone in your newsletter you've written about how there is this drive towards also giving people a sense of purpose at work uh what what is that about as in is it just simply motivation is it like you said just salary incentives purpose is a very different kind of a, a subject in the sense that goes beyond just what i'm working for you know why am i coming to work what is driving me you know what's what am i passionate about supposing somebody's passionate about uh, uh say the environment you know and today a lot of companies have these sustainability practices they'll say look we are doing this talent gets motivated to stay on with that company or at least say that look how can i do or how can i participate in this so those are the ways in which you uh, tal- a talent can be motivated so and if individual purpose is uh, not aligned to that of the organization now they are saying the organization purpose should be aligned to the individual also you know what is it that i should do how should i change the organization if an owner if every owner thinks that way then uh, you know the team would be highly motivated one other aspect that's been spoken of a lot is this aspect of workplace culture that it, some people are saying sort of is dying with this sort of agile working and people being able to work from wherever they are there how do organizations deal with something like that i was speaking to his uh, the md of ddi amok desai and when he was mentioning how they are trying to train leaders in terms of uh, you know uh, making sure that they bring everyone on the same page when they are having these meetings in a hybrid environment so there are some who are present in the office maybe a couple of uh, employees are present and some are on the wall the projected uh, ones who are working remotely so he says we it's very important to make sure that you engage the employees on the wall also and make sure that you bring them into the conversation so he they actually training uh, leaders you know in in the sense on how to how to manage a a a, a meeting in such an environment because that's critical so the culture a different kind of culture would get built i guess it's just a matter of getting used to that new way of uh, working there's also been some criticism of the reopening of offices saying that um they automatically kind of deprive certain people of being able to come in um how much of a challenge is it for organizations when you know only some people can come in to maintain diversity because there may be people who can't come in because of say health conditions but that automatically then makes them you know sort of disadvantaged in the office space because they are not turning up how are companies dealing with that that is one uh, another aspect where uh, managers line managers and leaders will have to be trained in fact hr is already doing that uh, uh, that job of uh, ensuring that uh, there is equity while there is diversity there is also equity that they they don't uh, you know disengage those who are working remotely it doesn't matter where you have uh, you know how you, where you have been operating from the work was done and it was done by you and thus uh, you know uh, you 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 will be the one who's accountable for that productivity so those systems are already changing those processes are changing new processes are coming in and that's that's a new culture that's building they are trying to i think de- redefine uh, the processes in a way that everybody's involved 
to make sure that nobody is left out so even if somebody is coming to work you know it's not like the person uh, will be treated differently or treat those who are working remotely differently so that equity part is very important you also briefly mentioned the sort of hiring boom that the it and tech industry is seeing uh, is that expected to continue this year is it expected to sort of slow this year what is the outlook for that now the third wave has come in uh, it will be difficult to gauge and say whether it will continue but i think it will continue uh, that 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 particular streak and uh, in fact uh, team lease has come up with a report just recently uh, saying that things are going to look up uh, this this quarter at least when we spoken last year about the changing workplace we spoken about these things like satellite offices rented office spaces in smaller cities and things like that has that grown substantially since last year remote working not just agile working but even re- working from anywhere kind of a uh, you know process that was set in after the pandemic uh, is going to continue to stay and uh, the trend is clearly about work moving towards talent and not the other way around so earlier it would be talent which would migrate and come to big cities you know for work now it's like you can work out from uh, maybe you may be based in uh, tiruvananthapuram or chandigarh or bhubaneswar or even nagpur indore these are the cities which have actually been thrown up their names have come up this is all highlighting the fact that uh, you know work uh, can be delivered uh, anywhere anytime that is going to stay so a lot of startups are moving also coming up in these cities so uh, i think uh, ibm is setting up something in ahmedabad so you have a choice of moving to these uh, smaller cities also so i think these smaller cities would no longer be smaller eventually i think a decade down the line things could change dramatically uh another aspect is the year 2022 started this way with offices definitely not opening for the foreseeable future in a sense but what's the outlook like following that because we may just have another wave maybe a milder version later in the year um there is still a lot of uncertainty what is the trend that is believed to continue from this year and perhaps onwards i think hybrid and agile are two two trends that will continue like we mentioned just recently i was speaking to wonderman thompson's uh, india ceo uh, shamsuddin jasani and uh, he said that uh, we are not going back in terms of being 100% attendance in office kind of an environment so he said the future is hybrid you know agile is the way of working because at least in the next couple of years he said one needs to gauge how it's going to work out but uh, one will need to be quite agile when they say agile he's they, they actually talk about how swiftly you respond to changes that are happening you know so the moment you sense that okay now things are going to uh, be in a flux let's move back to remote working or let's move back to a hybrid so that is going to be critical when because i think health of employees is also cri- is critical i mean it's like it's the most important thing and after that comes everything else so the office space will reopen this year office spaces have already opened most of them if you ask them they'll say the office is already open we've left it to people who want to because there are many people who are living in uh, probably they can't work from home so for those people you know they said if you want to come in you can come in and work so that already started actually uh, you know latter half of uh, late last year and uh, now of course given the situation people might again uh, be warned and might have might be told that okay please uh, work be safe and work from home or wherever 
but uh, I, I think organizations have kind of left it to employees mostly. And they've also said, if it's not necessary to come, don't come in. In fact, earlier, there would be a situation where pre-pandemic, if you recall, if you're not in office, you had to message and say, I'm not going to be in office. Now the situation is like, okay, uh, if you, you've come to office, is there anything urgent? You know? Today's episode is produced by Jairad Singh, Arun George, and Sunay Marathi. For a daily spotlight on people, ideas, and stories that matter, subscribe to us. We are available on TUI Plus, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, reach us at tuipodcasts at timesinternet.in.